0: Kidnapping children is not a good idea. All the same, sometimes it has to be done. Aunt Etta and Aunt Coral and Aunt Myrtle were not natural kidnappers. For one thing, they were getting old and kidnapping's hard work. For another, though they looked a little odd, they were very caring people. They cared for their ancient father and for their shriveled cousin, Sybil, who lived in a cave and tried to foretell the future and most particularly they cared for the animals on the island on which they lived, many of which were quite unusual. Some of the creatures that made their way to the island had come far across the ocean to be looked after, and lately the aunts had felt they could not go on much longer without help. And help didn't mean grown-ups who were set in their ways. Help meant children who were young and strong and willing to learn. So, on a cool, blustery day in April, the three aunts gathered round the kitchen table and decided to go ahead. Some children had to be found, and they had to be brought to the island, and kidnapping seemed the only sensible way to do it. That way, we can choose the ones that are suitable, said Aunt Etta. She was the eldest, a tall, bony woman who did fifty press-ups before breakfast, and had a small but not at all unpleasant moustache on her upper lip. The others looked out of the window at the soft green turf, the sparkling sea, and sighed, thinking of what had to be done. The sleeping powders, the drugged hamburgers, the bags and sacks and cello cases they would need to carry the children away in. "'Will they scream and wriggle, do you suppose?' asked Aunt Myrtle, who was the youngest. She suffered from headaches and hated noise. "'No, of course not. They'll be unconscious,' said Aunt Etta. "'Flat out!' I don't like it any more than you do, she went on, but you saw the programme on TV last week. The others nodded. When they first came to the island, they hadn't had any electricity, but after his hundredth birthday, their father's toes had started to turn blue because not enough blood got to his feet, and they had ordered a generator so that he could have an electric blanket. After that, they thought they might as well have an electric kettle, and then a TV.' But the TV had been a mistake because of the nature programmes. Nature programmes always end badly. First you see the hairy-nosed wombats frisking about with their babies, and then five minutes before the end you hear that there are only twelve breeding pairs left in the whole of Australia. Or there are pictures of the harlequin frogs of Costa Rica croaking away on their lily leaves, and the next minute you're told that they're doomed because their swamps are being drained.